This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I'm Chase Ralston with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bow Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. It's time once again for another spectacular episode of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are right here at 1600 Buckslayer Place, beautiful Bucketorium, lovely Sherrard, Illinois. Man, can't say enough about a town full of 600 people with uh, two <laughs> bars and a church. This is a uh, great place. I am Steve. In the studio today is Kurt. What's going on, everyone? Austin Chandler. Hey, guys. Ross Bigger. How's it going? Man, the Mile Time Club back in action. What's going on, fellas? Not too much. Coming out of coming out of a long winter. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it does seem like it went forever, huh? <laughs> the winter that won't die. It no. won't die. Um, let's get some business out of the way. Actually, this isn't business. This is a thank you. You got a veteran shout out, sir? I do. Let me pull that. Uh, I figured I'd, I'd launch that off right, of the, right out of the gate before we just dove off into something wild. Yep. Yeah. And as always, if you do have a vet that you want me to shout out, go ahead and uh, go to our website, workingclassbowhunter.com. There's a tab there. It's uh, it's super easy. Just uh, send information, any vet that you want to shout it out. And um, pronunciations helps a lot, to be honest with you, because my reading and pronunciation skills are on two different levels. Just want to say that. Uh, the vet shout out this week is going to be Kyle Leonhard. Leonhard, 
it looks like Leon Hart uh, from R2K Outdoors. Uh, he's an Air Force 732nd DET2 Iraq. Um, he's a great guy giving back to other vets by taking them out on turkey hunts this spring. Um, so uh, your buddy Kyle Peterson wanted to give you a shout-out. He did uh, mention, too, he served from 2006 to 2012. Wow. So, um, Kyle... Thank you for your service to this country. We really, really you, appreciate it, and uh, we appreciate you taking um, taking other vets out on turkey hunts, and um, we can always appreciate that, man. It, for uh, sure. Thank you for your service. Makes a world of difference. So awesome. Well, thank appreciate you guys. It. Yeah, like Steve said earlier, but go to the contact tab on workingclassbowhunter dot com, yes. and there's a veteran uh, shout out form there. Um, otherwise, it gets sent to me, and then I have to send it to Steve. That's the one responsibility Steve has on the show. So if we miss you. It's this motherfucker's fault right there. <laughs> yeah, you can blame me. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take the heat. That's all right. I'm a big boy. I can take it. <laughs> uh, the podcast is presented by Scent Crusher. Um, absolutely love our Scent Crusher stuff. Uh, HHA Sports. Worked with them for a long time. About as long as we've worked with Scent Crusher. Uh, single pin sights, the Virtus Rest. Uh, lifetime warranty on all their archery equipment, which is awesome. We got to get you, boy. Ross has got to get back on that single pin game. He took some heat after saying he wasn't <laughs> last time. And then it's time to um, grow up, realistically. And uh, so, and then uh, where am I at? I lost track. Big time victory archery, Hunter's Blend coffee, Lone Wolf custom gear. I've been repping this Lone Wolf custom gear hoodie <laughs> nonstop lately. Looks real nice. Oh yeah, I haven't washed it in two weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ever <laughs> since he hugged Cody DeQuisto in it. <laughs> yeah. It's like man, I feel the power of big buck killing. Um, I lost my train of thought. Don't forget about Elite Archery. Elite Archery, Combination Creative. Yes, sir. And I'm forgetting someone, I feel. Did you mention Hunter's Blend? Yeah. I got a, I got a uh, bone to pick with the uh, Keurig Corporation. Um, I, when I want to put my Hunter's <laughs> Blend, because I got one of them smart it, new Keurigs. It gets all liberal on you and doesn't yeah. let you brew it. They were like, mm, no. <laughs> Uh, we have a fine line. Dude, I swear to God, I, I will, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll take a picture. But I got one of those little uh, gimmick cups that... You, you can put your own coffee in. And I wanted right. some Hunter's Blend to start my morning. I don't want to have to buy those pods, and that's a <laughs> waste because then you got to throw them away, and then, like, raccoons eat them, and then they choke to death. Then another dog comes and eats that rotten raccoon, and he dies. <laughs> and then the little girl's sad because her dog died, and then, and then she it grows up. The water, and then turtles are dying. Yeah, and then, and then when she grows up because she's so sad, she ruins another man's life after they have kids because Holy of that shit. damn dog. It's so, a vicious cycle. I'm telling you, just let me put my fucking coffee in that little thing <laughs> and just run it. The message came up is like, we have a fine assortment of other Keurigs. This adapter is not acceptable. I'm like, are you serious? Like, my <laughs> coffee machine is sending me messages. Like, just brew the shit. Okay. Thank you for that. All right. Hunter's but, Blend uh, Coffee. Check them out. Hunter's Blend. Just make the Keurig cups, please. <laughs> That's Thank all you. I'm asking for. Oh, man. Sorry about ride. that, man. I had a rough morning today. That was a wild ride. Didn't mean to. Let's get to Roston. What's up, boys? Oh. How's it going, my man? You guys are a uh, hot item here on the show. People like you. I don't know why. You know? Mm. They do. They like you guys. Huh. Oh, that's cool. That's good. <laughs> God, way to be humble. So flattered. <laughs> good Lord, dude. It was... Uh, it was fun. We uh, we just got done with some uh, trade shows. Yeah, we didn't you have uh, Ross didn't join us in Wisconsin. I didn't. There's people didn't. asking for you though. They're asking where the hell you were. Oh, before we get too much farther, I want to back up on the HHA thing. So, <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> the the fucking man hit me up on Messenger the other day. Oh, old Tony, and he asked about what about what what the best rest to run was. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I ended up telling him. I said I've set up the WCB boys with all their. 
all their gear and everything and i said the, the vertus is by far the best wow i, I mean and Damn. the best price yeah that is true goodness sakes man you can buy that thing for 99.99 versus a qad hd yes. at 140 so. <laughs> scott bakken just had a little twinkle on his eye somewhere wherever he is he's like wow ross bigger he's joined <laughs> hey Man. i'm talking myself out of a fight with scott so. <laughs> hey, and, and you know and plus they do uh they do send 2.2 percent of the proceeds uh go to um vet charities because as you know the um the whole thing 22 vets a day take their own lives just due to ptsd and various other things so they're giving back so when you buy that rest not only is it awesome wisconsin made uh goes to vets too just right wanted on. to throw that out there and yeah. I'm, I'm glad i'm glad so good well, welcome. Yep. Welcome, Ross. Yeah. <laughs> you were digging it when you were setting up our bows. You were like, dude, this is the best rest I've set up. Yeah. You were like, it's the easiest. Yep. Dude, um, I th- who was telling me? I think uh, I know Poppy down at Momentum Archery. Uh, where are they at? Tolona, Illinois? Mm-hmm. He said they can't keep them on the shelf. Oh, he said that's, I, I people bet. come in and grab them. That's the one they go to now. Yeah. And then. Uh, Pretty sure the Bone Collector boys yeah, are running them. I don't even know if they work with HHA or they, not, mm-hmm. but I know T-Bone sets up a lot of them. Yep. Hopefully super, we didn't get him in trouble, but super easy. I think he said it on a live video. Okay, so check okay. that. If he said it on a live video, if not, sorry, April T-Bone. Fools. <laughs> <laughs> right. Allegedly, allegedly, the Bone Collector boys have him running on their uh, on their deals. I'm running so much stuff right now on the yeah, studio. Hey, you look crazy. busy over Man, there. Man, yeah, right? Hey, Kurt, why don't you just let me lead this conversation? Dude, hey, guys, I, you want to talk about something other than deer? I might, yeah. <laughs> no. Right, no. Hey, one thing I do want to talk <laughs> about. Not. not. <laughs> it's the time of year for turkeys. And do you, I know you guys hunt turkeys, but how much, okay, let me, let me go back a little bit. Turkeys are fun to hunt. But it's not like hunting deer for us, for us, right? For the working class crew, you guys are in the working class crew. I don't consider it as like I'm not really excited to go out and chase turkeys all the time. When I'm out there, I'm really excited about it, but I don't think about it like I think about deer hunting. You know, are you guys the same way? That I don't. I'm just take over here, real yeah, quick. Yeah, go ahead, bud. So the I don't know because I've talked to a lot of different guys, and they would argue different and say they get more revved up over turkey hunting more than they do deer i hear that a lot it really depends on the ground that you get to hunt or have permission permission to hunt um the time of year that you're able to get away from work uh Mm -hmm. with your kids with your family and and some people's ritual is turkey hunting that's what they want to do yep so and other people they don't have time to hunt in the spring so deer hunting is just which uh the, the the people that are out there that can hunt both and have a choice I think yeah, white tails give you a heck of an adrenaline rush. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, one one guy I talked to just the other day on a job site, him, him and his son, he just got his son, he's five, and got him out to to shoot his first turkey mm-hmm. uh, during youth season, five or six, whatever he is, and um, he called in a great big gobbler, and he came in spitting and drumming, and they could feel him drumming. He was so close. Oh, that's awesome. And he, he got so close, and his little boy, he told me his little boy just looked at him and said, Dad, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the adrenaline got to him so bad that Dad, he, I'm he, scared. Couldn't, he couldn't pull the trigger. He had a crossbow in his hand. He was going to shoot oh, with a crossbow. Man, man that's, that's awesome. Cool. Hey, see, that is how I, I love that. Like, my Kansas hunt last year um, – I was super jacked. You know, that was the most one of the most fun hunts I've ever had was a turkey hunt after that one. And but then after that's over though, I'm kind of just like they're just birds. Like I like to hunt them, yeah, sure, but it's it's I think what's going to change it for me is I was talking to my wife Sam the other day and she's uh she was I think I do want, I want to think I want a turkey hunt. 
She's like, I, I, she loves to shoot archery. For listeners that don't know, my wife has a, an elite spirit, loves to shoot her bow, but has always kind of hesitated on the fact of like pulling the trigger on a deer uh, or, you know, the release on a deer because she doesn't want to wound one or she might feel a little bad about it. She's just more into the archery thing. But she's like, I think I could kill a turkey. Yep. So I'm like, oh, really? Because I'll <laughs> dive into turkey hunting if you yeah. want, like hardcore. Bingo. There's your opportunity right there's there. There's my opportunity. And my daughter is going to be born in the next few weeks yep. right in the middle of turkey season. So in the future, that gives me a chance to take it out where, you know, the turkey responds back. It's warm weather. It's you know, couple just a few days. I'm not going to burn her out or like mess up too bad. Yep, so yep. I could take her out turkey hunting. So I think that's my turkeys might be my new like dive in passion here in the next. I think few you're years. right on track too because I I read a guy posted the other day. He said he he drug his daughter out of out of bed, uh, smoking early to get out for youth season, and they got out there. And she was just dragging the whole time, but as soon as that first turkey sounded off, <laughs> it was a whole new ball game. It, so it does wake you up, yeah. Versus sit sit a young girl or a young boy in a deer stand. Dude, if whitetails gobbled, right, oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> or barked or something, yeah. Dude, uh, <laughs> give you some sort of like immediate like recognition that they're there. Right, oh, it's well, two two totally different sports, but. Uh, to get a kid involved, I would say a turkey hunt's going to be a very yeah. very good way to initiate a young hunter right. into the sport so well it's a big shout out to trevor schmidt he took his daughter out and she shot she shot a real nice deer this year and she was super excited to go out turkey hunting and she smoked a bird uh second week of youth season i think they do two mm-hmm. weekends and she was a- equally excited and i think trevor said that he was like dude that was the most one of the most excited he's been hunting and just because he's with his daughter oh yeah yeah i i i do my old man never hunted, but he's mentioned that he would like to go turkey hunting. Uh, I think that'd be something to be cool to to take him out on. I'm not a damn turkey hunter myself. I've got tags for this season, and I play. I went out last year. I plan on going out this year. I. What's nice about that though is because sometimes you had a good season last bow season, and mm-hmm. as did I. Turkeys is some people say it's easy. Sometimes it is really easy. It's not easy, but yeah. sometimes. And not knowing a lot about turkey hunting, that, like, humble serving of, like, here you go, asshole, you don't know everything in the woods is, like, really good for your, like, what's the word? It's really good for your just mentality as a bow hunter. Your ego and rounded. Yeah, kind of your ego. Keeps you in check. It kind of just, like, slaps your ego, like, hey, bitch, a bird's going to make you fucking, oh, shit, I don't know everything. Something with a brain the size of your thumbnail is going (laughs) to trick you for two weeks in a row. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very humbling. But there's other times when you don't know anything about it, and you go out there and you squawk and squall on your yeah. call, and then all you of trip a sudden in, you <laughs> trip into a thirty pounder. Trip into a thirty pounder. <laughs> you know, my eastern bird that I have full mounted just outside the studio was a. It was the first classic spring hunt I killed a bird on. I was with my dad, and that one I had a. I've killed a lot of easterns in the fall, and uh, one in the spring with a bow, and. Uh, we went out in the spring. I had a shotgun. I was with my dad, and I'm yelping, and there was one calling back. My dad's like, I'm just going to stay here in this ravine. You seem like you kind of know what you're doing. And then I went up, and I saw him. Str- I should have just chilled, but I saw him strutting around with his hands, and I did the Mohican sneak and got up to this big oak tree and just did the old and blasted him. <laughs> and he's a giant eastern, so I'm like, I got to full mount this baby. Dude, that's oh, impressive yeah. when you can sneak up on him like that. It's hard to do. I don't know how I did it. That's I crazy. would never be able to do it again. I mean, I, I did it kind of in Kansas with my bow on the on that Rio, which I should be getting that mount back like any day. Nice. Cool. So Nice. I'm stoked on. And I, that Taxidermist won state championship for uh, turkeys. Well, 
So I'm going to have a pretty Rio turkey, man. <laughs> I'm a dude. I, I'm excited for turkey season. I tried to get uh, I tried to get some tags in uh, in your neck of the woods. Just be like, do you know where I can go? I got tags. Hey but, man, I got a gar hole I can stick you in. No, no, I got. <laughs> but you know what? Gar I got, hole. dude. I got I got fifth season. I got late. I did too. Yeah, that's not bad though. I draw fifth that's on purpose. Bad. Yeah. I like first, oh, really? and I, I like late. I draw fourth and fifth on purpose because I don't have time during the week to take days off to hunt turkeys yeah. in, in Illinois. And you can only people listening, you can only hunt turkeys in Illinois till one p.m. I thought right. it was two p.m. Mm-hmm. No, one it's one. Oh, High good one. Thing. Good thing we told you. Yeah, good one, yeah. <laughs> one o'clock uh, Eastern time. <laughs> yeah, two o'clock Eastern time. But why is that? Do you know? I don't know. Every other state seems to let them hunt all day, and I Iowa does. Kansas does. Yeah. So Probably I, a I've politician. Heard, I've heard it has something to do with turkeys on the nest. But they're not nesting, though, aren't they? I don't know. No. Maybe I'm fucking Catching them right. coming back to the roost in the evenings, maybe it seems unfair to Illinois for some reason. Oh. I don't know. Can you, shoot, can you shoot three birds in Iowa like you can in Illinois? I don't know. Well, good, see, yeah, here's a good question. Oh, sorry. I've never figured out how to draw that many tags. I yeah. just put in for my what? one application. I know you can no, hold no, no. two tags. You put in for two, and then the third's over the counter. So you apply once, go in and apply again? Yep. I, get, then, I, I did get both mine. Every year. I did can both you? mine on the third, second or third lottery. I didn't know that. So and I, I do got my, them both. So in Illinois, I do my one regular application for spring bird, whatever county, pick my season, and then go in and do the same do thing. Do it again. I 15 didn't know bucks, so you spend $30, you get two tags, and then you wait till. Um, the 15th or 16th of something March, March. I, think. Yeah. I didn't know you could do that over the counter and whatever's available in that county it can be bought at Farm King or FS yeah or you know if you're, land, if you're a landowner you have to do it backwards you have to get your landowner first because yep. if you draw a tag then you can't get a landowner tag mm-hmm. right so you have to you have to put in get your landowner and then you put in That's for your a good next point. two after See, that Clark had said that Clark Cummings is like a turkey god he said that on a past episode and I guess I didn't understand when he said you put in for your two. I thought there was a way you could apply for two. And I always looked. I'm like, how's he doing that? And I could just, I could never actually, I just never figured it out. So you I just, just do it again. I, just, I didn't know It's that. confusing as shit. Now, there's a huge gripe that I will have with uh, with Illinois. They finally went to, because uh, the, the year I lived in Iowa, which was, what, 2015, some shit like that. Uh, whenever we first started this podcast, I was still living in Iowa. When you went to go get tags, they had a, a damn computer screen. And the kid working at whatever the hardware store is could figure it out. Illinois, up until like even last year, they were still running off like a look look like a credit card machine when you're trying no, to look up and buy that shit. Mine, the one where I bought I bought my hunting license again because mine expired at early March or whatever. I don't know. Thirty first yeah. of March. Yeah, I went and just bought my new now, one. Now, now they have the computer set. No, mine didn't. They still didn't. It was that old beep beep beep. And it prints it out like yep, shit. Mine nope. too. They right got Farm King. Yeah, yeah. They, they so they Farm just King now. still's got dial up re- cash registers. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> Dude, do you pick up the phone there? Like the AOL connection, the keys. Like, I hope it never changes. Dude, I, it's kind of a beautiful thing, isn't it? Well, but then here's the thing. So when you go on their on their screen to like, I remember a couple years ago getting getting turkey tags too. Just and even like you would figure they would update it. To where it's not that green and black screen. It's like, dude, this is 2000 and right now 19. I, it just it, it blows my mind how far behind they are in technology. And the day that over the counter tags were supposed to go on sale, the system fucking crashed. <laughs> <laughs> like it was done. You couldn't buy tags for three days. I'm like, are you kidding me? They could not get FOID cards out. They had to ship that shit to Indiana. It just, man, it blows it's, it's, my mind. And, and the how, thing is, too, every like state and. This is I've dealt with like Colorado, Utah, um, 
Kansas, Oregon, uh, Wyoming, all the state websites are pretty shitty for the most part. Like I think Wyoming to get points in Wyoming is not bad. It's kind of hard to navigate. Yeah, it's. I was good. The I have never done it. I need to start building points for Iowa. When Looking I, up I, public land, it's good. I built yeah, but like I'm saying, that if you try to build like a preference mm-hmm. point, um, I just bought a non-resident hunting license in Oregon because I have a hunt plan in Oregon now. I don't know if I've talked about that yet. But um, like Utah, I know now because I've done it before. Um, I'm building points there for muley and elk. Um, maybe in 20 years I'll draw. I it. like Utah site. Yeah, yeah, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. The first time I kind of needed, uh, I had some Clint Casper help, and I'm like, oh okay, because it's confusing when you talk about like preference points and all that. But they all seem clunky, very like middle school fucking video game like shitty. Type. They need to really make it simple. Non-resident hunters, click here. Do you want to apply for a preference point? No shit. Here's the dates you apply for a preference point. Yep. When do you want to draw a tag? I know there's services like um, like Go Hunt and like Hunt and Fool and stuff like that that can help, but the state makes money off it. Lay it out for us. I'm good trying to give you money. I'm wondering too, and I, you know what I mean? Is I, that is that too much to dude, ask? I, I say this half jokingly, <laughs> but I honestly think it is. Steve's mad. Politicians that are making it because they're like, fine, I guess we'll have to allow hunting, otherwise we're going to get voted out of office. But they're like, let's just make it as hard as possible. Yeah, make it so hard they can't even get a tag. Yeah, dumb rednecks won't be able to figure this. I think that's what it is. I think that it's been a. It's been the same way for quite a, several different governors, and the governor of Illinois now couldn't. I don't think he could tie his own shoes. But, fuck no. Um, fuck no. Anyways, there's people I, that don't so live in Illinois listening, just like he's, belly laughing. He's anyways. <laughs> we whatever. know he sucks, guys. It's yeah. Chicago. Holy shit. Nothing not, we can do. Yeah, not my governor. No, not mine. Hey, <laughs> did you know our last our last governor, <laughs> the billionaire beat the other billionaire running for who is a billionaire wants to go make like two hundred thousand dollars a year? Hey. What I want to get back to. All I would right, like sorry. to know if can I get, anybody... Can I get another one of these that I paid taxes on that are going to absolutely nothing? <laughs> oh, damn, you drank that one already? Whammy. I'm mad. Hey, uh, When I'm mad, I drink. What I was trying to get to is like, how into turkey hunting do you guys get? I was just getting ready to say, <laughs> let's talk about who put their yeah. turkey blinds out yet. Try to get back to that 15 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Turkey hunting's kind of special for me. So when I started diving into deer hunting and turkey hunting was about the same time, around 1997, uh, had a family friend that kind of got me into turkey hunting. Mm-hmm. And so it, every year when I turkey hunt, it kind of brings me back to my the beginning of my hunting career. So it's pretty special for me to get out there and listen to the birds. Yeah. I go back to the same farm where I cut my teeth on it. So I, I kind of get into the turkey hunting probably a little more than most of you guys do. Um, yeah, I, I can see that, though. Yeah. Like, it's in your roots a it little is. more. It is, yeah. I I was turkey hunting at the exact same time when I started deer hunting, so mm-hmm. I kind of started at the same time on both of them. So. That would make the yeah. difference, I think, for yeah. me, too. Um, because, like, with deer hunting, I have that, like, old – it's just, like, the the childhood memories. The, it has a different feel, like a yeah. different – it has a different, like, texture. It brings you back. It has a different mental texture for it, exactly. It brings you back and, and does that, but – what about you? I mean, Ross, I, everyone I, knows you for white. All you guys knows both of you guys for whitetail killing. So, oh, uh, I guess my my background would be uh, my my dad took me out and taught me how to shotgun hunt deer, um, and it was kind of a family. It was a family deal. We'd all get together and we'd do it every year. And then I kind of learned from a cousin and uh, about bow hunting, and I kind of just picked it up and started figuring it out. And then I. A couple years later, I I started dabbling in turkey hunting and trying to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And I had a good buddy that was really good on a turkey call, um, called in two of them for me, 
back to back and shot and missed the first one uh and then (laughs) shot and killed the second one and i got my bird and after that i thought man i'm gonna figure out how to run a turkey call Mm -hmm. and this is a blast and then i i went out the next year and i called one in and shot it on my own and played a little game i had him in close and he took off and went 400 yards across the field just totally ignored me Mm -hmm. so i crawled out with my hen decoy and i stuck it out where he could see it and i crawled back behind a brush pile and started calling again as hard as i could and then uh another one popped out next to him and two of them come running in oh shit and and shot one of them and tried to kill the second and i i missed a second but then i could i figured man i can run turkey call now so right i uh there's an art to it so I mean, then i i got cocky and i thought man i'm gonna team up with austin and we're gonna take some heads off mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> So we've been we've been pounding our heads against the wall ever since. But uh, have we have not killed a bird together. <laughs> oh, how many hunts have we? <laughs> Holy smokes! You can't even read about the I, hours. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a pro turkey hunter, but I consider myself a pretty decent turkey hunter. I bet we've spent twenty thirty sits together, and we have not killed a bird yet. Yep. Damn! Really? Nope. Not together. You know what you need? You need. Uh, I think well, the boys. Oh, this by the time this airs, I don't know when this is airing. This might be like a backstock baby <laughs> is on the way episode. Turkey season's but already over. I think TJ Younger and Brady Miller from the Virtue TV are coming down to yep. the Chandler penthouse, yep. and we're gonna. If I'm available to chase turkeys, I'm gonna hold a camera and I'm gonna sit there and pretend like oh, yeah. I know what I'm doing. Oh, I'm looking forward. to Maybe it, that'll man. change the luck. Hey, well, I hope so. so much fun. Well, I might be throwing fun. a party on that Saturday, so you guys limo come, to, come up limo. Come, Hello. Come, come up to the Hello. new spot, dude. Kickback <laughs> is on. You guys come out, have a good night, and then go out and kill some birds on a beautiful Sunday. I have an idea. That's a great. I, I hope I can make the kickback. I'm thinking because I, I want to plan it when those guys are around. So here, that's a good idea. I have an idea for next season because we'll be able to plan for it better. I'll get my three turkey tags, and so everybody in the crew. And then what we'll do is we'll call we'll we'll take the turkey limo is what we're gonna call it now and we'll roll out working class style and you have to drop everybody off out of the limo oh, and, and that's the good luck and then we'll film all of it go out whap some heads off some turkeys go in and we'll strap them to the top of the limo <laughs> all the way down <laughs> I gotta put some mud trains on the back for this <laughs> yeah. so, is, is, it, it, is it front wheel drive or rear wheel it's, it, it's rear there'd be no way in hell that no. some bitch is front wheel drive pulling all that fucking car i figured it would be just because the weight up front no i've drifted it it's rear <laughs> what how long it snowed it snowed the when drive I, I shaft <laughs> has to be like 30 foot long <laughs> damn dude i was i was chauffeuring for a bachelorette party and i got bored out in the parking lot and there's like two inches of snow and so i'm out there whipping shitties <laughs> our logo is on the back of that limo it is fucking awesome dude that's amazing so the talking about what season to put in for earlier, yeah. Uh, to, to I love jump, how Ross is hard transition. I'm sorry, man. No, no I love no, this it is though. Good. This is I good. love it because you know what you did. You just did a whatever I was gonna do. <laughs> okay, so yeah. so thank you. Transitioning back, uh, <laughs> oh, he's the putting host in now. putting in for what season? So Can talk about it. what weekend some guys that want fourth because second and fourth are your weekends. Those are your weekend hunts. Yeah. First is not. Second is. Third's not. Fourth is, and and so on. Whatever. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you got fourth, fifth. That's awesome. I put in for first, second, and the reason that I like first, second, or fourth, fifth because you're your own boss. Is because well, yeah, well, <laughs> so it helps. It helps. Um, but no, I don't like. I, I've had a lot of luck right right before I was out of youth age when I first got into turkey hunting. I went out and squawked on a mouth call uh, at Ford Big Toms at at uh, sunset. 
they were going back to bed, which I shouldn't even have been out there, and I'm just admitting it. I don't care. I was just no gun, no any, no nothing. I was just out there playing with birds with my mouth call. Which and, I feel like is like a turkey thing to do, right? It's like turkey and, fanatics. And do. I called at them as they were going back to roost, and they turned around and came back to me. And come, I just tucked behind a log, and they come like eight feet away from me just looking. <laughs> and I thought, man, this, this is sweet. So, for one, that taught me I could blow a turkey call. Two, that taught me that the earlier the better. They're looking for that hen. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get into third and drifting into fourth mm. or, or coming out of second, third, and then drifting into fourth. It's on the post rut. On my farm. It's the bar closing, they're, right? They're locked down. I mean, mm. they're locked on birds, and yeah. it's hard to call them away from those hens. Every time they get off the roost, they've got eight or nine different hens that they're following. Yeah. So I like that first, and I like that late because they've already bred most of the hens. Um, it's rut, man. It's turkey and, rut. In my case, I mean, really though, yeah, it third is. turkey. And rut. I don't, and I don't know if it's more of the the breeding pattern or if it's just more of the birds learn your tricks as the season progresses. I've always had more luck in the first and second season than I have in the. I would think it, that's like be like the late October first week of November time period for a for a turkey, which. And I, I think thing. I think a virgin bird, a bird that hasn't been called at, can be called in in first or fifth, but I think. A bird that has pressure put on him is definitely easier in that first season than he's going to yeah. be in the last season. My yeah. my brother-in-law yeah. is a really big turkey hunter, and he's killed a ton of birds. And he says that the later you get in the season, the later in the morning you kill. Oh, so really? He'll sleep in fourth, fifth, and then go out there and kill them at ten thirty to noon. Oh, really? I wonder why? Because I, they do the thing with their hands, and they're like, "Let's yeah. see what else is out here." And honestly, I've they're bitched, up all night burden. You know, I've mean? I've been to Austin before and told him the same thing. And then we turn around after we were there at five o'clock and sit all morning long. I'm like, let's just keep hanging in here because the later the morning, the better. And mm. they end up coming to the field and jacking around. And it's hard. They're always with hens, but the later you get, the hens end up leaving them. And uh, once they leave them, come late morning, then then you got a chance at killing them. So see, anywhere from ten thirty to one, which is the deadline. Yeah, yeah. You can you got a chance at killing one. See, that's interesting because I never thought about it. I didn't know that, and I'm not I'm not anywhere near a turkey expert, man. But the, I'm sure there's turkey experts out there listening that are screaming at wherever they're listening to this at. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's kind of the beautiful thing about it. We'll admit that we're not the best turkey hunters, but we have a hell of a good time doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting, though. I didn't know. That's a good tip, I that's think. Just, that's just what he told me, and I think I could, I could agree with it. I've, I've seen yeah. some stuff. So hey. I guess, yeah, if, if you're throwing a fit out there listening to it, then I apologize, but that's just what I've seen and here's, been told. Here's your so. experiences, man. The thing is – sorry, Steve. No, I, you're, I, I you're good. The, I talk about this point a lot is the thing is you are actually – killing animals like you're killing turkeys you're killing deer so when you say something it's not because you're making it up where people will question it is and i think if 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 you want to be an outdoor writer if you want to be a podcaster if you want to be on video have a youtube series or on tv or whatever your content's great but if you're telling people and giving people advice if you're not putting birds or deer or whatever it may be on the ground it's hard even some people have their years you might go three four years whatever i've gone several years without killing anything that's just the that's why it's hunting and not killing. But people can only call bullshit if you've never killed a turkey or yeah. never killed a big buck because then you don't actually know, or it seems like you don't know. So you guys actually put birds on the ground, so that's your experience. There might be something to it. Yeah. I saw uh, – I'm sorry, can I bring one more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's really interesting. We got into an argument about this – not an argument, about Mark Jury posted a video that you never kill a bird on the east wind. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you what? hear that? I've ne- I didn't hear that. I've never heard no, of such I, a thing, and we started talking about crazy. it. Like, Maybe that's a Missouri thing. No, what I, is I wish uh, I would have <laughs> kept track of all my kills, I guess, and what, what the winds yeah, were. But uh, hey, you can go. Can't you go back dang. and look up weather all minute? Uh, hey, I wish I'm, I've got everything going on my phone right now. If we could go back, if you can get to Mark Jury's Instagram, he's got a video of him talking. He said, wind out of the east, birds birds gobble the least or birds move the least. So I don't know what it is, but so one of his turkey idols always said, east wind what, ah, what? is a no-go. Okay. I yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of sayings to it. I'm get not Eddie say Salter any, on the phone. Pull up your phone, Steve. Go to the, the jury Instagram. I'm not going to say a bad word about it because Take I have a hard time killing deer in an east wind. So yeah. East winds are strange, though. They are. Little, See, they're a little associ- hard to get. It's associated with some kind of front. So turkeys, just like yeah. deer, react to a front probably the same way. So there's probably a correlation. I've, I've just it. never taken the time turkey hunting to associate that with no. anything. Because I mean, yeah, you don't think about yeah, wind. If I can hunt, I hunt turkeys. I don't pay attention to wind or anything. Well, I was sifting through comments on that just because I was like, wow, that's really interesting. I've never even heard about it, like wind and turkeys. But someone was saying that with an east wind or whatever the front is, the birds fly off the roost a different way. And I don't know if that's true either. This is all hearsay, but it's interesting. This is getting deep. It's getting too deep for us because <laughs> I, I can't fucking talk about it. I don't have any like, yeah, well, they probably do it because of this. I'm like, I don't It's know, an so. interesting point to bring up, though. Let me, you, you have it, their Instagram up? Uh, yeah. Let do, me see do you know which one it is? Hey, here's, a, here's something that turkey hunters are going to get mad at. Uh, I can't think of what it is. What is turkey reaping? You, oh, that? you put the oh, fan up, whether it's on your gun or your bow, and you crawl at them oh, so and they that's can when you go see right, them. Yeah. Let me read. His, this was Drury Outdoors Instagram. Willard Martin called it back in the 80s. Northeast wind equals no turkeys. I have to agree with them. Have any other turkey hunters out there noticed or heard anything? So hold on. Northeast, don't Okay, so I don't know if you guys could hear that in podcast land or wherever, but I just played that video, the audio of Mark Drury's video on the Drury Outdoors Instagram page. you got to scroll down a few few lines. It was posted on March 27th, in case you were. Yeah, thank you. But it, that's interesting. It is. It's probably because, you know, they sense it's like their Sabbath. Like, you know, on Sunday you're not supposed to go to work, you know, and... Turkeys, they know when it's I, I when it's northeast wind. You're not supposed to bang. You know I, what I, mean? I don't know about that, but uh, I'd say <laughs> it's the, the only explanation. Nick, give me another explanation. I'd say the northeast wind idea may be something to pay attention to this year. And and I like the way that he that he said it. He he just asked a question, and it seemed like he had had the same luck. He never gave a wind. definite. He didn't say this is the way it is. Yeah. He just said it's I, rang true so many times is the way he worded right. it. So, so I guess I think I he's, the, he's all discovered a pattern. Yeah, which is interesting, right? Yeah. I'll have to pay attention I think to all of us are going to be paying attention to that Something this year. I don't ever recall seeing a northeast wind ever in my life. You know what? I'm not even... You know, <laughs> dude, is that a thing? You have not hunted enough, my friend. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I should just <laughs> mute your ass. <laughs> That's you know what, Steve? Take I think, a lap. <laughs> take a lap. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I think just after hearing that, what, what Mark said was, uh, <laughs> I, I don't even think I'm going to get out of bed if it's for if it's northeast wind. <laughs> right, right. I'm, just, I'm out. It's <laughs> it's interesting, man. That's all I can say. It is interesting. Um, Maybe you got to l- wait till late morning, Steve. I've never. You probably never have seen a northwest wind or northeast wind because you don't pay attention, son, <laughs> and you never go. You never go hunting. If I see, I have one or two sets a year set up for an east wind, and when <laughs> I get it, I'm like, yeah, let's go, let's get yeah, it. Son. You like those east winds because you don't get them very often, yeah. so you have special stands that you yeah, wait a long right. time uh-huh. to get into that don't ever get touched, right? right? So they're low pressure, so you get that east wind, you're like, yep. yeah, yeah. I yeah, right in early <laughs> season, early October. There's a couple east winds. I think it was like a week or two there was several. some southeast winds come out and <laughs> yeah i like those southeast. i got a set set up for a southeast wind that's dynamite the thing about it is though <laughs> you get that prime <laughs> getting that prime time say five six seven or four five six seven eight november uh you get those east winds coming in go hit those spots that haven't been hit in all season yeah and i like to i like to put my stands up on a ridge or on a on a bluff or a, a great big ravine where there's cruising trails and mm-hmm. and uh, be watching those trails. So you're kind of on the field edge, but you're watching the timber. Yeah, and that that shined pretty good this year. I mean, yeah. I didn't I didn't see any great big bucks, but there was I passed some really cool ones. So. Hey, you can't do nothing about whether or not you're going to pull in there. You know, we talked about this with Cody DeQuisto. Is they're looking for a certain caliber of deer. Sometimes it's not there. Right. And you just enjoy the show. I passed a pie, uh, piebald, a buck, a buck piebald. He was he was white on top, right in between his antlers and down half down his forehead, and uh, I don't know a I big just, buck. Oh no no he's like a two year old, oh. uh, ten point two year old. Oh dude, beautiful rack. Gonna he's be gonna that be a, two hundo. He's gonna oh, be a freak no. man. Is he? He's oh, not gonna be a two hundo. I don't know if he's going to be two, but he may. He he's may. That, he, Are you guys forgetting about the genetics Ross has running around on his farm? <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. This thing's going to be mean, a 200 inch. I've never, hunted, I've never hunted there. So. He was 200 a, he inch was, piebald, dude, that's a legendary. He was a, 240 he was, typical. As a two year old, I bet he was a hunter. Knife handle number <laughs> the two. Knife, the knife handle sheds. He's <laughs> <laughs> a piebald. As, 240. Two year old piebald, I bet he was 120 inches. As, Did you two. go to the bar here in Sherrard and be like, 240 typical piebald broke off his G3, so it's never going to be an official record? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Keep me out of it. Yeah. <laughs> you should have seen the deer I passed this year. <laughs> it's like, cool, bro. Dude. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, um, was... I. <laughs> going from turkey hunting. Thank you, Steve. Sorry, I Let's switched just zoom over to in on Steve. There. there he is. Yeah. <laughs> no, because. Dude, everybody, oh, we, we passed deer that little. Like, shut the hell up. Dude, it's like, you're dumbass. If you see a 150, you're smoking it. Like, not, I'm, I'm just talking to that guy in the bar. Um, moving on. So, talking about, we talked about turkeys, what we're doing there. So, we're far enough out from whitetail season that it, we don't feel the pressure of season approaching right now. We're kind of in our leisurely, yep. the down, the lowest low before the uprise of uh, summer prep. Yep. Are you guys? Where are you guys at now? Are you in turkey mode? Or no, you know, scratch that. After turkey season, what's step one for you guys to get ready for October one? Ross has already been hitting it up. He's been pulling stands down and uh, getting everything organized for the fall. I can't say that I'm there yet. Um, I don't really want to disturb my turkey woods too much, so I'm not going to walk in right now and pull my stands down. Yeah. But I would say that's step A. Probably save your straps, get all your stands down um, if you haven't already. I maybe I, I just procrastinate more than most guys. No, not necessarily. No, I'm I, with you. I just I went out there uh, the last weekend here, and I 
I started pulling all my lone wolves and getting those down because I really want to keep the keep those nice and fresh. So mm-hmm. I bring the lone wolves down and I went and loosened all the straps on all the other sets. So yeah, um, I got those all done and um, oh something cool. I got a Milwaukee. 18 volt cordless chainsaw of course oh. so Milwaukee all right so you I need uh, a sponsor oh, wait a minute. I'm driving that around or I'm taking that with me everywhere I'm going I saw when somebody I'm had one of those so it's nice to walk to that set that you uh that you sat in all fall and you sat there and cussed one branch <laughs> or one limb and uh screwed me out of a couple of shots that I would have liked to have taken so I ended up uh, cutting those trees down so it's a lot easier to prune your shooting lanes mm-hmm. r- fresh after season i think um so that's what i did over the weekend as i was pulling those sets i was cutting branches and basically i'm gonna get back in that tree again next year yeah even though i took that stand down i'm gonna slide back in and hang that set and uh hopefully end up killing out of one of those but that's that's my idea um when i go out pulling stands is before all the leaves right. before all the leaves get on and before all the trees get heavy and and you kind of get to do some uh see sign that's somewhat recent from season still right while you can see everything that's right so you're picking up sign and and i feel like if you go out there um with all the leaves on and everything's overhanging you almost end up pruning way too much and exposing yourself so mm-hmm. i like to try and keep everything minimal but really effective so yeah yeah wanna, i've made that mistake a lot yeah, trim so while the leaves a, are all on. I'm like, oh, next thing right. I know, the leaves are off, and I'm like, oh fuck! Right, <laughs> I might as well be one of those car salesman blow up things. <laughs> yeah, <one of> them. <laughs> just, just rocking. That's dude, a, how do we not own one of those? Dude, we need one. Dress it like you, <laughs> oh. dude. You gotta have a giant ass fan. That hey, at the shoot dude. this year, we gotta find someone to let us rent one for a day. <laughs> We'll get a cardboard cut out of your face and put it on it. Dude, those things are so awesome. <laughs> but I, that's a good point. What, what One thing I like about you guys is you guys are successful in deer hunting, and you guys are hardcore about it, and you dedicate all your time. But that doesn't mean, and I think guys mix this up, to be hardcore and passionate and successful all the time, I think they think you have to be out there all the fucking time. When, no, and no, that's no. not true because that will shoot yourself in the foot, even yep. public land. I you know? this year I or this year, this time of year is I feel most crucial to do all your pruning and getting mm. prepped because the last thing you want to do is be out there swatting mosquitoes and yep. picking ticks off of you when all the branches are loaded full of leaves and the and the timber's green. I would much rather get out there, pull my stand, do my pruning and know where I'm going next year according to the sign that's still left over from all the trails and right. and scrapes and or rubs you know a little any kind of sign that you can see bedding areas everything changes throughout the year but i'd say it all comes down to i'm really liking you know right before turkey season getting all of my prep work done so i know what tree i'm going to come you know july i can slide in there all my trees are pruned i don't have to do any pruning or jacking around it's just in and out hang my set hang my set and then get out Mm -hmm. so that's that's where I'm at on it. So, what? Go ahead, Steve. Uh, I was just. <clears throat> I, had I was going to say like, something smarter, but no big deal. Uh, probably <laughs> more than likely. <laughs> kidding. Being that the Earth is so flat, dude. I had I this. Right. Holy shit! <laughs> no, I'm I had this. Uh, <laughs> holy I had, shit! Ross is out. I had this. I had this idea, and uh, I, I wish would have done a little more research into. It. I still think I want to do it. Um, depending on how late it can go, but I was thinking about. Super early, like nowish, like planting, uh, you know, like a little small in the food plot that I want to plant for late season. I want to plant something in there. Well, you wouldn't plant it now. 
Not right now. You, you could you could get by with alfalfa right now, but if, there, like there's several get, things you can plant right now. But soil conditions have to be right, so you don't want to go in right now when it's wet. You want to yeah, you not want the soil to work wet. up good. But no, there's a lot of things you can plant in April and May that are going to last the summer. Yeah, so I want shows how much I know. But well, you're you're saying for fall though? No, yeah, I want something for all summer. Is, it, so you, is that my, the same? My, my clover plots, like plots that I hunt over in the fall, oh, I'll yeah. start them as early yeah, as clover. I can. Yep. So you can just mow clover and it's good all year. Right. Yeah, I like it. I like it to be well established and mow it through or four times before i hunt over it gotcha okay yeah. and like my dad's told me he said you if you want to plant alfalfa a clover alfalfa mix um you only get two tries at it so if you try the spring plant and it doesn't work then you have to you have to back it up in the fall and fix whatever you didn't get out mm-hmm. of the spring mm-hmm. because alfalfa puts off a toxin and it won't let baby alfalfa grow mm. oh so, really yep so you got to get out there and you got to get it replanted in the fall to build your plot but i see kind of what you're saying there can i plant something early and then go ahead and come back and put a fall on top of that exactly so could you put alfalfa in and clover and then come back and drill beans on top of it so the beans are starting to grow but the alfalfa is there or Mm -hmm. something like that's kind of crazy i've always dreamed about that but i've never done it i i kind of did that this year and i didn't do like the soil samples and shit i should have done um, but we planted clover in the spring, and it grew. And then I went in, mowed it with my uh, my lawn tractor, the old JD, jacked the blade, uh, the deck all the way up because I don't have farm equipment. <laughs> mowed her off, and then I planted um, and for the fall the uh, buck brunch from Big Time. There's like yeah. turnips and all sorts of goodies in there, yep. and that grew amazing off like no soil prep. It was very impressive. I honestly. killed a buck in buck brunch, so if I can do it, anyone can do it. Just saying, dude. I will always plant that. Whatever, shit. whatever you try to plant, <laughs> make sure you time it right before rain. So if you're just gonna scatter seed on the ground, you want rain to drive birds it. Birds lead it yeah, otherwise, you, right? You know, turkeys. What I, yeah, yeah, birds. You know what I did do? Thunder chickens. Um, <laughs> Thunder chickens. So, yeah, and that was that was the thing because <laughs> I, I talked about my uh, sad daddies. So sad daddies. <laughs> swamp donkeys. Um, what I did because I didn't have that tiller was broke, so basically I took the blade of the tra- the bucket of the tractor. That little John Deere, and I scraped that off and just scraped out because I think they tried to plant, uh, the hell, I, I forget what, what the landowner tried to plant there, but it, it, it didn't take. So I threw that buck brunch out there, scraped that shit, and it was just like, <laughs> dude, it was just, it was just dirt. And I'm like, this poor man's plot. So, and then I get the, the little, you know, little bag that, um, and this thing that was seed a, spreader that, that seed you spread, put this over thing your... was a piece of shit, so it didn't work. So I had to hand spread that, and then I just <laughs> took the tractor and I, I talked about this, and I just drove over it, dude. The shit grew. Yeah, it grew really. Kurt even saw it when we uh, when he uh, helped me drag that. Honestly, I gotta say, I was uh, I was fairly impressed with how it grew, and I was like, can't I, blame I, that. on He's seed. like, kudos to Buck, you, <laughs> big you time. Give all the credit <laughs> to the seed. <laughs> <laughs> I walked in. I actually, I saw. I was expecting your ground blind to be like in the fucking middle of the of the plot, and I saw it. I'm like, <laughs> damn, it's fuck? actually like pretty yeah. tucked in for you, man. And then like the shot, I'm like, wow, pretty good. And I was like, maybe next time you kill one with a rack, a bigger rack. Yeah, I'm kidding, man. No, you it was, did uh, a good job, man, <laughs> dude. It was. You it, did, it was, you did. You you accomplished the goal I wanted you to get, and the, the goal you wanted to get last season. Yeah. So, so what's the goal for this year? The goal is here. I remember, I, I, so I told you this in Wisconsin. You've already agreed to a bet, so. 
Oh, yeah, there is another bet. Never mind. <laughs> You're getting on a whole other level with that bet. I don't know this Dude, bet. The, the bet is sealed in oh, blood. Oh, oh, when, oh. When, Do we want to talk about the bet? We're going to wait for Eric because Eric's working a side gig right now. So yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about Eric's here. We want to wait. We want to find out the details. Sure. Fuck it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, wait, no, no. Let me because I want to let him finish here. Because okay. I don't, so I don't forget what I was what I was talking about. So, me and Austin were walking out um, after a Wisconsin show because I didn't want to drive alone, and I was like, dude, somebody's got to ride with me. I paid Austin. Austin's so nice, he won't say no. I'm your ride or die guy. Yeah, you're, you wanted to die when you're riding with me. <laughs> yeah. But my goal, ride um, and die. My goal this year is to uh, gonna set out some some cameras, review footage, and when I find a specific deer that I want, doesn't have to be a giant. When I when I see a deer that I know, I'm like when I when I see that deer, he I'm gonna recognize him. That's the deer I want. You want to target and a specific? I'm gonna buck. target a specific yep. buck. So if it's yeah. if it's a giant, cool. If it's not, if it's if it's a little dink, if it's like a hundred and 10 inch buck and he's looking like I'm going to be able to go kill him. That's what I want to do because I'm going to challenge myself. I can respect that, man. Yeah, I can too. It's exhilarating to have all those pictures and think about that deer for a month or two or three Mm -hmm. and then finally Mm -hmm. get to see him in the flesh. And it's like, damn, that's going to get me pumped up enough to kill him. I think that's that's a great goal to have. Yeah. And, And all the foreplay you put in ahead of time just makes it that much better once you finally see that deer. And and you know him, and and it makes it. I mean, yeah, it's gonna suck when I have to pass a two hundred inch typical. I'm like, he wasn't the one I wanted, right? Hey, man, <laughs> I, I had a goal. I've never had seen to... him before. Good thing about Illinois, you can get two tags. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had my own on the old Y buck out there in the field. <laughs> but that's that, that's a goal. Even that's if it's cool. even dude, even if it's a little uh, buck similar to the one I got last year, if I can still get on him. That'll give me that confidence boost. It's like, okay, right. now I'm ready for the next level. Hey, let, let's close out on the uh, the new bet for this year. Yes. And then we'll we'll close the episode. So I didn't even really want to do a new bet, but it was something that got brought up last year. Because I didn't want to have to like feel that pressure when I just try to enjoy myself hunting. Right. You know what I mean? Like I just same though like filming and hunting. Sometimes you're just like I don't feel like doing this. Dude, but it was so fun killing the deer. We're like, yes, I don't got to get that fucking tattoo. So Eric <laughs> has to get the tattoo from last year. What it was, the last person to put a deer down. It could be a doe, a buck, whatever. Last person Ooh. to put a deer down. Jordan put in some work, man. He Jordan didn't have did. to get it. It was um, close. So Eric <laughs> did, was the last person to kill a deer. Had has to get the tattoo of like this funny cartoon deer. This year we changed the game. So... We're, and we're still working out the details. It's now the first person to kill a buck, right? I got, I I, I might have been on the whiskey again, but uh, <laughs> I, I, maybe I, I come up with an idea that uh, the first guy to kill a deer, or kill a buck, it's has a buck. To get the tattoo hat. It's a buck. Has, has to, to get, get an eight tattoo. ball tattoo. Okay, and what we I think, haven't decided eight eight what. <laughs> Can I get a matching one on this side, <laughs> dude? A, a so clean, really good reason, eight ball tattoo. The reason <laughs> I even shinier one, <laughs> one so. that was, looks like it wasn't done in the kitchen. <laughs> Is that where you got your? Fucking, was it, was in, it the in the kitchen? kitchen? No, it wasn't, but it should have been. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I figured what we'll do is we would set it up to where it worked out. To where whatever class of buck you shoot, there'd be like four classes. Okay, you come up with that idea. I was thinking first buck, period. But um, no, I, no, I, no, I, no, 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 no. I, I like Ross's idea. God, you are in that mic. <laughs> no, um, no, my bad. No, we'll do. Uh, I like the classes. Class. You do different classes. So first guy to shoot a two hundred. If, if you go yeah. out there and you drop a two hundred incher on opening day, you, you earn that badass I'm tattoo. How about this? We'll do this. But we're not going to choose something 
No, no. Crazy. Whatever you – if you're the biggest class, whatever we make that to be, whenever we work out the details, you, you pick your tattoo. You pick your tattoo. If you're the other classes, they're a set tattoo, but they get cooler up to that top class. So you got to be the biggest So if class. you go on on opening day and you drop a sub 100, you're going to get – a fucked up tattoo. Yep, you're gonna much. get a shitty you, tattoo. You're getting a fucking sick not, tattoo. You're not, get, you're not gonna get a shitty tattoo. The content might be not exactly what you wanted. It oh, can be an eight God. ball. It might be an eight ball. It might be, <laughs> but it might be an eight ball with antlers. It might be dude, an eight yes. ball with antlers. An eight that's ball it. with antlers. That's <laughs> it. Dude, hey, if you shoot a monster, you get a fucking eight ball. Hey, with I'm a already drop halfway time. there. I'm just getting antlers put on mine. That is <laughs> really Please good. Fucking do, dude. That's your cover up, dude. Don't even fucking bullshit. Really good antlers get... on a shitty ass eight ball. <laughs> dude, hey, no, no, it, it goes with our personality, Ross. If you fucking get, you have to get a Crown Royal bottle with antlers on it. That's I'll, cool. I'll get the hen dog bottle with antlers on right, it. There you go. I like where this is going. Dude, I'll get the hen dog bottle with like Y, y buck antlers on it. I'll get a fork horn on it, dude. <laughs> so the idea of this whole bet was to make you think twice before you pulled the release. It's going to result in bigger deer for the whole working class crew. I'm just, I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking make, everybody, make everybody second guess themselves for just a minute. So It'll honestly... As much as I like, because hit. I pulled the trigger last year on a deer that really I probably wouldn't have, but time and work and kids. Same here. Same here. I'm like, you know, I, I, I did the bang. same thing. But hey, listen, it will in the in the big stretch of things, it'll make us better hunters. Yeah. And I don't want to do these bets every year because I don't like that like external unnecessary pressure on something that I love. But I do think this type of bet is that if you kill a 170, you're getting a sweet tattoo of one you wanted. Right. So that's cool, and you're the man because you probably won. So it just depends on how you want to look at it. But, but it's going to be fun. We're going to work out the details, and I guess I should add, too. I'm going to be really pissed when Austin kills at 200 yeah. and I shoot a 140, and yeah. then i got to get a shit tattoo. Dude, you know what's going to be awesome? In the uh, in the next years of North American Whitetail Championships, the contract is like, bro, here's the tattoos yeah. that you have to get. You here's better my, step up to the fucking plate. That'd be plate. awesome. Which we didn't add them in the sponsor. I, that, I know. I, I thought about that. I was like, shit. Well, this right, is well, the perfect we'll... plug, actually. I didn't have my list. Normally I have a list. I'm terrible at remembering things. Um, go follow them on uh, Facebook. Also, go follow uh, the Facebook page. Dude, that championship's going to be crazy this year because they got teams and stuff now. Yeah, that's what I'm excited Dude, about. That's going to be fun for us. We might, uh, which you guys are team captains for Team Hanging Bang, which we still need to go through. And, yep. and maybe by the time this gets put that's out, we'll still have, on the process. it's coming for people asking and, and all that. We're, we are working on it. We didn't forget. But maybe we could do a Team Hanging Bang for that championship. Whammy. That'd be sweet. We'll figure it out. Yep. We will figure that out. Let's close her out there. Yep. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. I hope this was fun and mildly educational or made you think about some shit. You know what to do. <laughs> Go shoot your bow. We love you. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.